The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Youth homelessness is something that the city of Edmonton continues to deal with. Uh, and of course, you know, we'd like to see it end completely. Now, there are organizations like Youth Empowerment and Support Services work to help guide and counsel those most in need to talk about the local impact it has on youth and their families and, and what they'd like to see next from the next provincial government. We welcome President and CEO of Yes, Margot Long, to the show. Hi, Margot. Hello, thanks for having me on. Thanks for having me. So again, I'm going to start this off for the folks. I think a lot of people have probably heard about uh, about YES, but um, just in case they haven't, what is it that you do? So we provide um, shelter, overnight shelter, daytime programming, and uh, temporary housing and individualized wraparound support for youth ages 15 to 24. Hmm. Um, We're very focused on working collaboratively with the other youth partners in the city, um, working on prevention and diversion out of adult homelessness. And ultimately, we're focusing on some of the, what we believe is root cause, and that would be um, trauma within their families and communities and helping them integrate back into community. And let's, let's talk about that trauma. What are you, what are you seeing? What, what are your clients telling you? How do they end um, up with every- you? Yeah, they end up with us because they don't have safe or appropriate care or housing. Um, So we have 48% of our youth are Indigenous, Mm. 70% of our youth identify as LGBTQS+, and we do have youth here um, who are here because it's not safe at home after they've come out. Uh, We have about 67% male Thirty-seven percent female, sorry, sixty-two percent male, thirty-seven uh, percent female, and one percent non-binary. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're from all over the province. And what they're experiencing is everything from mental illness to, unfortunately, abuse—mental, uh, physical, sexual abuse—either at home or within friends and family or in the community. Um, they're experiencing addiction again, either with themselves or their friends or family. Hmm. Um, and really all of those pieces and, and a lot of them are also experiencing neglect. Uh, some of them have become orphans or have gone through our children's services in the foster care system um, and either have struggled and or have ended up at our doors or have left. Um, what we know is that every one of them has experienced deep childhood developmental trauma, which means that the way that their brains uh, develop has slowed down hmm. um, their ability to rationalize and overcome the fear and the sense of stress that they have is lessened wow. and they're they're deeply shame based so we make whatever bad things have happened to us our fault as individuals as humans and so they've made these things that have happened to them their fault and so hmm. they have quite a bit of healing and self-worth work to do as well as learning to trust adults in the yeah. community because it was adults that ultimately hurt them you know a bunch of questions for you margo but i mean when you when you when you break down all those numbers and you talk about all of these things i mean it would sound like me to, to me that the the place that you work at and the place that you're the ceo of is um 
a sad place to be at. But I know, because I've had a friend go through um, youth emergency shelter, uh, or sorry, youth empowerment support services through, yes, um, and, I, and I know how much it impacted him, what a huge impact it had on his life. He's a businessman now, he's doing really, really well. Um, it's it's not a bad it's 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 not a crappy place to work, is it? It's not all down. I mean, there's a lot there, but there's there's uplifting moments as well, isn't there? There are, there is, of course. Yeah. Um, we have the gift of getting to parent and <laughs> and walk beside yeah. some of the most amazing people, humans in our community, and in potential leaders in our community, um, who will have resilience and strength and compassion for others. Um, if we can get them, walk beside them enough to make sure that they're healing and, and getting to a place that they want to be. So Unfortunately, we, so though, it becomes hard because of lack of funding and lack of awareness of what is actually going on. And that's where I was going to go next, because when you look <laughs> at this, right, you look at all of the things that you're dealing with. You're looking at mental health issues. You're looking at homelessness. You're looking really, um, in, in a way, uh, GSAs and, you know, safe places. You're looking at substance abuse and health care. I mean, there's so many layers here as well. Um, I mean, you must be, you know, well, the organization, let's say, must be looking at what everyone is offering up in this provincial campaign and thinking, hmm, you know, um, this is what we need. What do you want those parties, whomever it is, um, mm-hmm. to, 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 to know about you and what's needed right now? I think primarily I want them to remember that we have a population, a vulnerable population of ta- some of them are taxpayers or are voting and, and many of them aren't, Yeah. Um, but they're Albertans and they need to be seen and, and taken care of. Um, I need them to know that in Alberta, unfortunately, um, men shelters and women shelters at the adult level, yeah. their core services are fully funded. Mm. Youth shelters which would really? prevent adult homelessness are not. Really? So Why is that? Return on, we don't know. I think it's just, again, youth are, have been forgotten. And not, you know, it's not an intentional slight, but there are a lot of complex issues out there, and they've often been lumped into the adult homelessness arena, and they're different, and they have different drivers, and they, need, they have different needs. Um, but it costs just over $6,000 right now to put a kid through, yes, and it costs over $100,000 to serve an entrenched homeless adult in our city. Wow. So if we look at true prevention and return on an investment, we should be supporting all of the youth agencies and shelters in our city. Mary Long, the president, or Margot Long, the president and CEO of Youth Empowerment and Support Services in Edmonton, joining us. How hard has it been over the years um, to get your voice heard? I think mm-hmm. difficult. Um, yeah. I'm new to this role, and so which is I come from business, so coming into you're right, quite a a very complex and hard social sector. Yeah, understanding the not for profit sector, which is I think sets people up to to have a very difficult time. Um, and I think we've had trouble getting that awareness that the funding is required. Um, we've had trouble with awareness of just how bad things are for these youth. Hmm. I didn't realize how bad it was hmm. until I actually started working for the organization, even when they were um, my community member and, and they were a client of mine in marketing. I didn't realize 
just sort of how how many predators there are, mm-hmm. how many risk factors, and just what these youth are having to go through, and and even how traumatizing our system is. To be frank, both mm-hmm. are you know within the organization between agencies, we have a lot of work to do to understand the power dynamic that we create, and how difficult we can make it for someone who's very vulnerable and doesn't have that that belief in themselves. Margot, it's been an eye-opener. Thank you for joining us and uh, and sharing your thoughts on this as we head to the polls on Tuesday. I appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me on. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.